Good morning. Glad you're here this morning. If uh, you're joining us on the radio or on Facebook, I want to welcome you. Um, I know that there are a lot of places you can be this morning. Thanks for joining in with us as we come to worship together. You're listening to Huntsville Church of Christ. And uh, we want to tell you that uh, if you're looking for a church home, we would love to have you whenever uh, we can start meeting you again. Come join us. We're just uh, a, a bunch of a bunch of sinners saved by grace, so you can fit right in. Um, there are a lot of people who did a lot of work to put this together uh, this morning. I'm not going to attempt to name all of them, but um, this is a, a team effort, and a lot of folks have done their part so that this could happen. Um, I do want to thank Sign Gypsies. That's the folks who provided the seniors and the Mother's Day signs. Um, they are graciously going to leave those until 5 o'clock this afternoon. So after we dismiss and you're sent out, if you want to come back later and take pictures or whatever, that's why those are going to be there. You can uh, get some pictures and stuff. They're going to leave those there until 5 o'clock this afternoon, so we appreciate that. Um, the Victoria Cross is Canada's highest honor. It is similar to the Medal of Honor here in the United States. But it's awarded for personal acts of valor. And interestingly enough, the majority of the Canada Cross that have been awarded have been awarded for people who gave up their lives. That's the, the, the criteria, it seems. The first Victoria Cross of World War II was awarded to Company Sergeant Major John Robert Osborne. This Sergeant Major's men were cut off from their battalion under heavy attack. When the enemy came close enough, the Canadian soldiers were subjected to this constant barrage of hand grenades. People kept, they, they kept throwing the hand grenades in, and the story goes that Osborne would run around, pick up the hand grenades, and throw them back. And he did this over and over and over, until finally he got to one too late. And as he picked it up, he dropped it, he knew it wasn't going to make it. And so he threw his body on top of it to protect his friends. He was awarded the Canada Cross because the government said, the military said, that was a true act of valor. Webster's Dictionary defines valor as strength of mind or spirit that enables a person to encounter danger with firmness. The term valor was first used in the 14th century. It originates from Latin, and it's been through a lot of changes, but it always equaled worthiness. It always equaled uh, strength or bravery. Used in the Bible, it's, it's translated in the Hebrew from the, from the Hebrew word ha'il, and, and that word means valor. It means bravery. Um, that word is used some 228 times in the Old Testament. 228 times talking about valor, connotating action, deeds, heroism that make a person valiant or strong. Um, let me give you some examples. Number 2418, Edom shall be dispossessed. Israel is doing valiantly. Deuteronomy 3, um, the Lord your God has given you this land. All your men of valor shall cross over armed with your brothers. Joshua 1, uh, talks about uh, all men of valor among you shall pass over armed before your brothers. Judges 6, the angel of the Lord appears to Gideon and says, 
the Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. Um, they're talking about David in uh, 1 Samuel 16. Um, and they say, the, the son of Jesse is a, a mighty man of valor, a man of war. Um, I could go on and on and on. 228 times in the Old Testament, the word Ha'il is used. Valor, strength, bravery, being fearless, giving of yourselves, uh, uh, sacrificing yourself in bravery. Valor. Now some of you are looking at each other going, did anybody tell him to talk again? What is he talking about? Shouldn't he be doing something about moms? What we got? Just bear with me. In many ways, the, that term is going to apply to our it's, it's about respect. It's about offering ourselves to God in a, in a special way. We learned that Sabbath is, is not just about uh, taking a nap. It's about seeking God and showing devotion and ultimately respect. One of the traditions in Jewish households is every Sabbath, the man of the house would stand and recite a scripture, blessing the lady of the house, blessing the mom of the house. Because it was she who welcomed the Sabbath. It was she who prepared the home for the Sabbath. It was she who prepared the family for the Sabbath. It was she who prepared the food, who lit the candles, who made the space for the Sabbath to come. Now that passage that they read every Sabbath was Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31. If you have your Bibles, turn over there with me. Proverbs 31. It goes like this. A wife of noble character who can find. She's worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and likes nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with either hand. She's like the merchant ship bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night and provides food for her family. She provides portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it out for her earnings. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her arms to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes covering for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gates where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She's clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idols. Her children arise and call her blessing. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive, and beauty is pleading, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gates. Now, this wife of noble character, or some of your versions read a virtuous woman. This virtuous woman in Proverbs 31 is, is 
the subject of this poem. This, this poem is, it, every line starts with the letter of the, the, the Hebrew alphabet, so it was easy for them to memorize. It was to be recited at Sabbath. This was now, this has been misconstrued in society sometimes. This is not a checklist of what a perfect woman is supposed to look like. This is a blessing for all the things that the lady of the house is already doing. This is a wife of noble character. It's not saying that you all should go take up the loom and be a good mom. That's not what it's about. This is saying all these things this woman does because she is a wife of noble character, a virtuous woman. The author in Proverbs is essentially saying the mom embodies what wisdom looks like. Now remember, Proverbs is all about wisdom. He's saying this is what wisdom looks like. It looks like this woman. It's not a prescription. It's not a job description. It's a picture of wisdom. The target audience of Proverbs 31 is not women. This is not aimed at women. If you read this, the only prescription in here is to men. The prescription says, men, you should honor her. Children, you should rise up and call her blessed. That's the prescriptive part of this. It's not saying women, you should try hard to be like this lady. That's not what it's saying. It's the instructive language in the poem is directed at the male audience. And yet many Christians interpret this passage as a command to women and it gets abused. The Proverbs 31 woman is traditionally known by her title in the first line of the poem. A virtuous woman, a wife of noble character. Now here's the cool part, stay with me. That word that's translated virtuous is the Hebrew word chayim. 227 times in the Old Testament that word is translated valor, bravery, selflessness. Only one time in the whole Old Testament is that word translated virtue. Proverbs 31 is not saying a wife of noble character, a wife of virtue. It's saying a woman of valor, a woman of bravery, a warrior. That's who this is. Ladies, I want you to hear this morning. Wherever you are, you're a warrior. You're a woman of valor. If you're a stay-at-home mom, you're a woman of valor. You are a, a, a woman who's doing what you have to do to, to take care of your family. You're a woman of value. If you feel like you've given up your career goals or, or given up parts of yourself, I want you to understand you're a woman of valor. You're a warrior. Or on the other side, if you go to work every day because you want to have the best for your family and your children, you are a warrior. You're a woman of valor. If, if because of the time we lived in, you suddenly became homemaker, activity director, teacher, PE coach, whatever, all rolled into one, you are a woman of valor. If you're constantly worrying, fretting, and praying for your children, whether they are 5 or 55, you are a woman of valor. If you're a nurse, you're a warrior. If you're a CEO, you're a warrior. If you are a, a barista at Starbucks, you are a warrior. If you are rich or poor, you are a warrior. What makes the Proverbs 31 woman 
valiant is a life lived in glory to God. It's not about living a life worthy of a pretentious post. If you're here this morning, if you're listening this morning, and, and this is a struggle for you. Days like this are a struggle for a lot of people. Maybe it's because your mom wasn't the best mom. Maybe it's because your mom's gone and you miss her. Maybe it's because uh, your children and you are estranged and there's some things going on there. I don't know what the reason is, but there are a lot of people who struggle with days like this. I want you to understand, you are still a woman of valor. You're a warrior. We want to honor you this morning. Men, we want to honor the women in our lives. That's what Proverbs 31 is telling us to do. Take time to lift them up. Take time to celebrate everything they do to make us and our families what they are. Children, it's telling you to rise up and call your mother blessed. And I don't care whether you're a, a, a child playing with the toys or, or, or a grown-up child. We still are to rise up and call our mother blessed. We are to honor our mothers this morning, not because of some hallmark day that tells us to. We are to honor our mothers because they are women of valor. Women who give of themselves constantly, who sacrifice bravely so that you can be who you are. We honor you this morning, mothers. We honor you this morning, ladies, because you are a warrior. You are a woman of valor. Join me in prayer. Our Father in heaven, we glorify you this morning. We thank you, Lord, for all you've blessed us with, all you do, and all that you are, Lord. We celebrate this morning the women in our lives, sisters, children, mothers, wives. Lord, help us to rise up and call them blessed. Help us to honor them for the women of valor that they are. Lord, watch over us, protect us. Help us to do everything. To the glory and honor of your name. It's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen.